Aloha, party people. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 134. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. This episode is sponsored by Heartland Hemp and Supply Company. All products are broad-spectrum, THC-free, organically grown, and made in the USA. And shipping is free on all orders. For more information, follow them on Instagram at Company, or place your order today at heartland-hemp.com. This episode is brought to you by the Magic Zombie Glass, which turns your regular tiki cocktail into a potent voodoo potion that will raise the dead before your very eyes. Just pour a cold beverage into this authentic 13.5-ounce chimney-style glass, and a zombie will magically come to life. Add a bit of mystery and excitement to your backyard luas this summer by heading over to the Magic Zombie Glass Kickstarter page. For only $20, each order comes with a Magic Zombie Glass and other exclusive collectible items, only available through the Kickstarter campaign. This campaign ends on June 30th, so act fast. Head to Kickstarter now and search for the Magic Zombie Glass. Again, that's kickstarter.com and search for Magic Zombie Glass. This podcast is also sponsored by the Tonga Hut. Opened in 1958, the Tonga Hut in North Hollywood is L.A.'s oldest continuously run tiki bar. Dine in a secret tiki hideaway or learn about rum and rum history at one of their educational seminars. And if you're up to the challenge, take the journey to join the loyal order of drooling bastards. For information on events, rum rum club, and more, go to tongahut.com or find them on Facebook or Instagram. Today we chat with Holden Westland. If you're a tiki fanatic like me and you've got a tiki mug collection of some sort, you most likely have something that's passed through the hands of Holden Westland. Holden is the founder, owner, and CEO of Tiki Farm, the world's largest manufacturer of tiki mugs, bowls, bar products, and more. On this episode, we chat about the origins of Tiki Farm, how the tiki mug business has changed over the years, and what the future holds for his iconic brand. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. And if you did, hit that subscribe button. Subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. Shares on your social media pages are always appreciated. And if you'd like to help support the show, go to DesertOasisRoom.com to pick up some merch or make a donation. This podcast does not survive without the help of its sponsors or its listeners. So every purchase or donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this podcast coming to you every week. Okay, here he is, the mastermind behind Tiki Farm. Give it up for Holden Westland. Good. I'm good, Adrian. Awesome. <laughs> I finally got you on the show. I'm so happy. And the irony is that I've been to your shop 
to actually I was looking for you the night that I was down there for the bartender skills. And I was away. And you were away. And I was hoping to get you on the show at that time, but that's okay. For our listeners that don't know, I'm sure everybody knows who Holden Westland is. The mastermind behind Tiki Farm. The first mug manufacturer of the resurgence of the Tiki subculture. Revival, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Let's tell our listeners how Tiki Farm got started. I think it's an interesting story. Tiki Farm is a byproduct of an early dot-com era business I had called eBachelor Pad. Right. eBachelor Pad was uh, a very early, late 90s, really the the boom era, dial-up era of the internet. Um, And it it was a... It was a click-through site with actually Flash Illustrated Swank Island with our host and your your host Sammy Swank and his sidekick Partiki. <laughs> and it was it was pretty funny, and it's still out there on the internet. I found it. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I, I'll point it out to you. Um, Who was Sammy Swank? Was that you? No, it, Sammy Swank was, it was a, just like a Sammy, mascot. Sammy Swank morphed from a portly Aloha shirt wearing guy to a. Smoking jacket, kind of Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, right. uh, Brian Ferry, right, Roxy right. Music kind of guy. Partiki was his little sidekick. So, anyways, it was a, it was a website that was dedicated to commerce for the Ultimate Bachelor Pad. Um, amongst our areas of e-commerce was Tiki, Tiki mugs, and other Tiki uh, ephemera. Um, you oh, weren't manufacturing your own mugs at that time, right? It, the, those mugs that were sold there were... Pretty- it was right. It was all kind of very, very close. Um, I wasn't when I started it at first because I was bringing those, you know, the old uh, orchids pops, you know, the new yeah, pops Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. new repops yeah. in. And they were just... They, I didn't like them. They had a lot of problems with quality. Right. And I, the lady didn't allow any returns and I... And she was like, no returns. Our mug's cheap. And I'm like, well, yeah, your mugs are cheap. <laughs> um, but I couldn't argue with her. So right. I, I, I wanted to make something because I'd been in distribution with my brothers in a previous scientific life before that. So anyways. Uh, Which I think people will find interesting that you were in pharmaceuticals, right? Well, before? I was in clean room industry specifically. My brothers, clean and, room, I, okay. my brothers and I started a business together and uh, we outfitted pharmaceutical semiconductor uh, medical device uh, compounding of uh, uh, compounding for the pharmaceutical industry then also anything that electrostatic discharge so we had a pretty wide array of pretty interesting clients some really interesting birds I met along that journey for sure right you know it's like most of them are literally rocket scientists or nuclear physicists and about one out of every 10 was so cool and such an interesting person. And those are the ones I kind of gravitated to. So yeah, it, made, yeah. it, made, it made it fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so an it, interesting path to go from that to Tiki yeah, Mugs. Yeah, I didn't like that line of work because my, my responsibility basically was if there was anything that entered a room that interfered with the production of something that was uh, 20 microns. Right. Which is essentially the diameter because of a hair it's, strand. It's, it's clearing room stuff. So oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, different ratings and what have you. Anyway, so that was that. And we did well. We sold that off to a Fortune 500 NASDAQ 100 company. To uh, Our mom was our biggest investor, and we sold off. For the most part, the, our main reason was for selling was because mom's health was fading. Okay. We wanted to make sure that she was covered. No sooner did we sell that she got better. Mom's healthy, so that's, 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 that's number that's one. That's the key. So any, back to your bachelor pad. It was uh, Tiki. Uh, mid-century furnishings, not furniture, because I was doing it out of my garage. And how was this... 
I mean, I'm, my, my thought is that e-bachelor pad was the escapism part of what you used to do. If you were in pharmaceuticals or clean room stuff, right, the fun stuff, the escapism was... That's that was your outlet was the bachelor pad. Hey, that's that's true. That is absolutely true. It was it was a fun left turn. Um, we had sold the business, so I was in a position where I could make some changes, take some risks. Yeah, you know. Um, and uh, you sold an old Porsche too. Oh, dude. <laughs> I had to bring that up because I'm a Porsche guy. I know you are. I've got I love my speed your Porsche. That I, and, yeah. and, and you had showed me photos of yours. 1962 356 Super 90 Cabriolet split grill model phase out. Original European luggage rack. First year auto dimming mirror. The first one invented um, with all the original 1950s and 60s badges on it. Yellow plate. Sub 60,000 miles. Sold it for 38.5 wow. and now it's worth about 200,000. I was going to say that's probably like quarter million it's, now. It's, yeah. it's, it's a top one. Oh man, yeah. and the and that was out on the website for a long time as or the web for a long time as well too. But that website right. finally went down, so which is good because it it was a sad venture to go to that website. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Well, I'm happy with the, with the decision. I'm to throw that out there because you know, I mean, it's a car. It's, it's just a car. It's yeah. a cool car, yeah. but it's just a car. But now, like, this is who you are. Tiki Farms, who you are, right. and you had to take that step to get to where you are today. To to become Tiki Farm because my understanding was that yeah. that helped you start the business, right? The, that and a few other moves. That, that step and that, yeah, okay. and a few others. You know, and I, I was trying to maintain a portfolio. Um, the stock market went to hell in a handbag, and uh, I was put, infusing money into Tiki Farm, and basically it, it was it was a labor of love. It was a passion. The escapism part was one thing. Um, you know, Tiki. Being a Southern California native, of all the things I was doing, and by the way, I was also with E-Bachelor Pad, we had like vintage burlesque videos, vintage drag racing videos. Right. I represented the Ultra Lounge series when it was brand new. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I even had my own line of cut. I was doing cut and sew of Aloha shirts and other things too. Whatever whatever made sense, you know, that kind of made for a swanky right. pad. <laughs> there you go. You know, that was it. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, but and, the, and, and Tiki Farm was... Really, you, you changed the game because no one, I think the only one making tiki mugs at the time was probably Bosco. I, Bosco was making mugs. Here we go. Bosco maybe had a half dozen mugs, and right. I even repped Bosco. Monk Tiki had one mug. Okay. It was their original Mark Thomas Outrigger okay. tribute piece, and, and I actually repped Monk Tiki when they had one mug. So Monk Tiki and I are right about the same time when yeah, we started. Yeah. And there was a company called Into the Volcano. Into the Volcano. Right. Yeah. And they and they even offered to so, sell me their molds. So here's the, oh my God. So here's the thing about Into the Volcano. <laughs> this was a guy, I guess he was doing that when he was a student or something, right? He was. I believe. Yeah, I think that that's what it nice was. Guy. He only had, what, like. Six, eight? Yeah, about like a half dozen designs. Very simplistic. Always hard to get because I, I, I tried to get them online. Couldn't get them because he was a low production person. yeah. yeah. But really nice, great, um, I mean, like, very good craftsmanship. Yeah, good quality. Um, good quality. Very, um, very mid-century style very mid-century now. Very mid-century like style. It. I think that's the right word to use. That's an overused term, but I think that's pretty appropriate. Very, uh, very minimalist. Yeah. Right? Yeah, minimalist. You know, that's a perfect term, too. And I was only able to get a couple of his pieces because I got them from you. Uh-huh. Did you know oh, that? I, uh, you got them from me at the uh, at the at one of the early calientes. So we are. No, at, you got them from me at Oasis, one of the early. I mean, the, at the one of the early Oasis in San Diego. I think you got them. No, in no, no, I got it here. I got it here. I got it from that side. 
So I'm going to tell that story. That's even earlier then. So let's talk about that. So we are at the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs at the moment for Tiki Caliente. And I haven't seen Holden vending in a a Tiki event (laughs) for many years. So it's kind of cool that you're here. And Thank you, bro. it's it's a, a bit of a full circle thing, I think, probably for both of us, because you were vending the first time you were probably vending or some of the early events was when Tiki Oasis was here yeah. at the Caliente Tropics. Yeah. And you were on the other side of the grass. You had one of those the huts that got really hot. Oh, man. Burn my eyelids, yeah, bro. Got hot. Sunburned eyelids. I was fortunate enough to get sunburned eyelids. We shared a room that weekend. Yeah. And I helped Holden with his booth. And yes. here's where I fucked up. So oh, here's what shit. so here's what happened. You had a, a a bunch of stuff that you had this thing you called it the Tiki Farm Garage Sale. Yeah. You made a special sign for it. Oh yeah, it. that's right. And then God, dude, you were basically lane. selling all your odds and ends, right? Yeah. And one of those odds and ends was into the volcano mugs from your personal collection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember saying, Oh, you know, I've been trying to get these for a long time. I should have given you some well, for helping I saw, me out, I saw, bro. You, you know, you gave me cash, but but you said, oh. I said, um, cash is okay. are these for sale? And you said, um, yeah, they're for sale. And I said, I, I'd really, I said, I really want these. And and I remember you said to me, well, you know what? If 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 they don't sell, they're yours. And I said, okay. What I should have done was put them under the table and said, sorry, Holden, they didn't sell. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but See, there was like four hey, of them, think about- and two of them sold. And I think I got the other think, two. Think about this. Think about this. If those mugs were here now compared to then. And I probably said if they sell for a reason because I was speculating that probably the interest wasn't quite where it was with mugs, you know, compared to today. And think if we, I had those mugs here today. Right. What, well, 500 a mug or something If crazy? the people knew who that guy was. Yeah. Because he was really obscure. He was. He's some was he in the Midwest or something like that? I, well, I he wasn't remember. out here. He wasn't out here. He wasn't out here, but And uh, then after he made those mugs, he stopped. That was Yeah, it. he did. I wonder that if he it. regrets that. Uh I I'm sure he thinks about it because you know with the resurgence today, it's it's had to have permeated permeated his conscience now to where uh, you know, he's yeah. probably told his friends like, yeah, you know, I, I used to I used to make mugs back in the day. Check it out. Sure, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure you going. did. Yeah, 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 I made mugs yeah. too, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I want to go back to the early yeah, days yeah. because, you know, you and I go all yeah. the way back. Yeah, we're o- you're OG. We're OG. We're OG. All the way back to the beginning of the yeah. resurgence. Yeah, it's right? true. It's um, true. I'm not saying that to brag. I just want people no, to understand how long I've known you. And yeah. we were having some laughs yesterday because am I still the first account in, in the Tiki Farm? <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're the system? first. You're the first account, and and when we close it out, you were the last account because I had an extra zero on one of the GL entries, which screwed up my books. And I and I so I had to do my books manually that year, and I never wanted to go back to that transaction because I didn't I didn't want to screw them up more. And I, I, <laughs> like uh, yeah, I saw you years later. Yeah, and you said you know you're still the first account in the system. <laughs> I haven't figured it out oh, yet. Man, that's Right. And so for the people that are curious about that particular <laughs> transaction, I had actually ordered some custom mugs from you for my daughter's one-year birthday yeah. luau. Yeah. And she's going to be 17 in like two months. Yeah. That was that long ago. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> that particular order, I guess, you know, we try to do something different, right? We, we try to do like a different glaze. It didn't quite work out. No, I was I okay with it, but uh, you weren't no, happy with it. it. I hate it. And um, I felt so weird with that glaze because we were trying to go for this dusty pink. Right. And it's a little girl's first birthday luau. And it was like, 
silly putty flesh toned. Right, silly I'm like, putty. I'm like, yeah. God, it's like a. F- I don't want to have a flesh toned mug for a little kitty party. Yeah, that's yeah. like creepy. It's like a clown. Creepy. Yeah, that's funny. Hate clowns. And at the time, you weren't doing because I don't remember seeing before that we did some kind of a screen on it. Yeah, you know uh, that was early was on. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a fully fired water slide fired decal that we had produced. Um, yeah. Commemorating her birthday, and that's something we we've done quite a bit of. And, you know, here we are making all these left and right turns as a business. And sim- simply put, that's a te- technology. That, check this out, Adrian. That's something that we should be doing in house. We never have because we just we get so wrapped up in stuff. But we're bringing in that technology. We're making some fun left turns and stuff right now. It's exciting again. Let, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the growth of Tiki Farm over the years because you guys have seriously blown up. You are the premier mug maker for hotels, bars, restaurants, and all kinds of things, special events and things like that. Did you ever envision that Tiki Farm would be this you know, big, the way that it is today? Hmm. I had I had a vision early on, and I can't deny it because it's out there somewhere on the internet, and Squid said it, and I can't deny it because Squid is my original yeah. collaborator and my partner in Tiki Crime, said that I wanted to make Tiki Mug... the Tiki Farm, the largest tiki mug manufacturer in the world. Um, You've become the modern day orchids of Hawaii. You've probably heard that before, right? Um, because orchids, man, they were making stuff sure, for all the different restaurants sure, in the no, past. I, yeah, right? it's a trip. Um, so was, you know, Orchids, Daga, uh, Otagiri. Yeah, you know, yeah. All the old... OMC. O- yeah. yeah, OMC. Um, Toby. Um, Desert Ceramics. Yeah. It, there's actually a, a pretty layered history of the past, orchids being the, the kingpin. And it was, you know, the orchids product, the that dynasty about that I was repping. Um, but I didn't know that it'd turn into this. What, what do you, uh, what's your production look like on a yearly basis? How many mugs? You know, we were talking on the way out, and it's something I really, I'm, I'm reluctant to share only because it sounds... Bragocious, what's that term? Braggadocious. Braggadocious. We're probably going to make seven hundred and fifty thousand mugs this year. Adrian. Wow! It's going to be That's no crazy. less than six hundred thousand, and it's gonna, it might push seven fifty, bro. Holy this moly! Is the only, t- only place, only time I'm going to let that out there. Holy moly! No I appreciate kidding. you sharing that with yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Wow. So there are busy. there are probably some kind of. There's, I'm sure, like, good and bad, right? I mean, there's some of the pitfalls I see. Like, your stuff gets knocked off a lot, man. You know. I mean, that's that's got to be frustrating. Well, it is. Check this out. It is. Um, I don't dig it. Um, in my years, in my travels, one of the places I've been to is the Canton, the Canton Trade Show in China. And it's the largest trade show in the world. I saw knockoffs of Rubbermaid. Like top brands, I saw like thirty-five different types of Swiffers. Wow! Like, how many they're Swiffers just, does just this world everything need? Off. And they're you know they're the the the, the Skiffer. You know, yeah. They knock. They've you're amazed what they knock off over there. So, which is a bummer. Um. Yeah, I don't well, really want to get into all that. Okay, so let, let's let's not get into that then. Let's 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 change the subject. And let's go into something that's a little bit lighter. Okay. What are some of your favorite designs that you've manufactured over the years? I got a favorite <coughs> go-to mug that we have that I, you know, I like. There's old debate about do you drink or do you not drink from mugs. I'm a not drinker from a mug maker. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, when I do, I grab BA031. But, but you can just grab another one off the shelf. I can. I uh, love that you, you just throw out the inventory number, right? The, the, pro, the 31st one we right. ever made. Mad Mark. Mad Mark. And there's a great story behind Mad Mark, and I'll keep it really simple. Uh, we were approached by, this, uh, by CBS very early on from the show that was yet to come out to do in, in Upper Deck to do this little resin cast idol, which we did. They're out there for Upper Deck Corporation for a show premiering that year called Survivor. And then they wanted us to do a mug, so I, we took a Marquesan design, squid sculpted it, put the CBS logo and Survivor down the back. Something happened with the lady I was working with. She went MIA. We had the sculpts. We just scraped off Survivor, scraped off CBS. And made it our mug. Um, and I love that mug because the way it fits in the hand. I like a slightly outward tapered right, si- right. 14 to 16 ounce mug. Favorite designs? Um, man. Um, Mihana. Oh, that's a nice one. Um, Tiki Nader by Rick Riefeld, another wonderful knockoff. Um, wow. I like uh, shag mugs, early shag mugs. <clears throat> the early shag mugs. I got a story about that. Uh. So... You know, back in the day before Tiki had really taken off, when those first set of shag mugs came out, they were everywhere. Tower Records, um, little mom and pop type type of um, boutique stores. Yeah, it was fresh. Uh, Yeah, I'd go down to the lab in Costa Mesa, and there was a little shop in there. Oh, that's right. I can't remember the name of the shop. Uh, I saw them everywhere, and I remember I pieced that first set together one by one. Oh, wow. One piece at a time. And because I saw it everywhere, I would... Look at what numbers were out there, and I, if I found a lower number, I'd buy it, oh, and wow. I'd sell the other one on eBay, yes. right? And this is early days where yeah. it was easy to find and inexpensive. Yeah. And then by the time you released the second glazes on those, you yeah. released higher fire glazes on the second set, right? Or it was the first, still the first set, but it was Good a job, different bro. set of glazes. Good pull. Dude, those glazes were nuts. I know. And and beautiful they dual were tones. Beautiful. I know. Yeah. And then it was crazy after that it was hard to get. Yeah, it was weird. Um I'd never even contemplated doing a second edition. Shag and my my relationship with Shag parallels the starting of Tiki Farm. Yeah. Funny little story. Even before I was making mugs, I love Shag stuff. Owned a painting. Approached him. To this day, never have a contract with him. Everything's done on a handshake. Total gentleman. Great guy to work with. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He can't, so I said, I want to make something with you. This is before I was even making mugs. And he said, what do you want to make? I said, I didn't know. And I, what came to mind, what I threw out in the, when I was sitting with him in his house, throw pillows. Okay. And he laughed. He's like, I don't know if I'm down for throw pillows, Holden. Guess what he's making now? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, so we did we did the sculpts. Squid, squid. Um, uh, did the sculpts. We did the we did the lamps. Um, and I wanted to do the the, the lamp. As oh a, yeah, the lamps were cool. I, I wanted forgot to, about the lamps. The lamps are, are the lamps were bitching, man. So check this out. We I'm like, okay. I wanted it to be a mug, and J- Josh is like, can you make it a lamp? I'm like. I guess. And then Dave, Dave Squid, this is a sharp dude. Oh, you know, you just get the UL standard. Here's what you do, blah, blah, blah. And you tie that off like that. I'm like, I guess we can make lamps. So we bought all the lamp parts. Here's something. Here's a funny. It has nothing to do with anything, but it's funny. The only the way that you can legally make lamps in volume is you have to get a UL license. You have to be UL oh, license. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's I like a $10,000 license, okay. which I didn't have that all right. money. Yeah. But we made them to the UL standard. Okay. 
Dave knew what he was doing. We looked up everything. The internet afforded us the information how to do it. So they turned in the lamps. Did three lamps. Um, three colors, rather. So I've still got those molds. Maybe I can re-release those as yeah. mugs. There you go. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'm working on something with Shag right now, too, that I cannot talk about. Okay. I'll just I'll let you know it's for the holiday season. Okay. It's made it manufactured in Europe and top shelf. Okay. That's a great teaser. That's that's a nice uh, a nice little piece of candy there that people can can, <laughs> can chew on for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, tell me about uh, where you think Tiki is headed because you know it's. I don't think I've ever envisioned it to be um, yeah. as big as it is today. Well, you know, part of what I in what I do is I need to keep as best as I can keep my finger on the pulse. Even though I haven't been doing the events, it doesn't mean I haven't been working. Actually, it's quite the contrary, and that's why I haven't been At the doing events. The events. Yeah. I've been, I've been deep in the trenches. Um, the re- the reason why tiki is so successful is craft is craft cocktails. Okay, craft cocktails can even be, you can call them tiki drinks. They're one and the same. That is the basis, in my opinion, of the resurgence. Plus the fact that the mugs are, they've become iconic. Yeah, you know, not just tiki farm. I'm talking. All mugs. Yeah, yeah. You know, vintage mugs, current mugs. What are your thoughts about other people that are doing, like, artist-style mugs? And totally cool with it. Yeah. I'm. You know, like, we talked about that, I remember, years and years and years ago, before there were a lot of artisans, when really the only other guys in the game were, like, Montiki and... Okay, back know. in the day, it was Montiki, myself, and Bosco. Danny was dabbling early on. Yeah, it's cool. It, it just lends visibility to it. There's an listen. There's 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 enough room in this world for tiki mug competition, man. Yeah. It's the American way, and if you know, it validates that it's a movement, and it affords like John Mulder makes beautiful stuff, and it affords him a wonderful artistic outlet. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I love John. He's a great guy. So, and mug tiki, the the Nielsens are great. And Danny's, I know, I've known Danny. I think for as long as I've known you, Adrian, or yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's funny, I met Danny, he came in my office one day, and here's how I met him. I was sitting in my office, it was quiet, and I, and I hear I hear something out in the front office, in the show, in the lobby, Right. and there's Danny, picking up mugs, looking at the bottom, moving kind of stealthily through there, you know, I'm like, hey, how's it going? You kind of, you kind of <laughs> caught him by side, and we talked for a while, it was totally cool. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, and, you know, now there's many others, who knows, 20, 30, whatever, it's all good. Yeah. Good stuff. What is uh, what's the future of Tiki Farm? Where, where are you? Um, where are you headed next? I know that you've had. I mean, you've had your hands on all kinds of stuff. You've done. You've done barware. You've done cocktail glasses. I mean, you're more than just tiki mugs. Well, we've got we've got people out in this world that have either want to kind of uh, collaborate in different areas with a branding collaboration. Which is, you know, something we're actually kind of talking about now. And uh, spreading our wings in terms of more manufacturing mediums. I love the reason why Tiki Farm, one of the main reasons why Tiki Farm started is because I wanted to make something. I've been in distribution with my brothers and E Bachelor Pad was distribution. And I want to make other things. I love to create. I love to create. I'm obsessed with it. It's not, it's not a fiscal drive, it's a creative drive. Okay. It's, always has yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. Always has Have been. Have you ever thought about sculpting one yourself? 
I want to stay in business, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. I was going to say, you had to have thought about it. I'm going to... You want a stick man? I can get you. A, I can get you want a stick man. I can get you a stick man, man. I can, I can get you a toe. I, I know that there's a few people Toenail out there that, that that collect just tiki farm. They want to hey, have Lebowski. every piece in their collection, right? Oh yeah, and there's there's one who do, one guy who does. Well, he doesn't have all of them, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. So there was one time I was in your office, and. I asked you a question about something. You started rifling through your drawers. Okay. And you opened a drawer, and a mug rolled to the front of the drawer. And I laughed about that. I said, you have mugs coming out of your asshole, and they're everywhere. There's rolling, you know, rolling in the front of the drawer, right? So then you, you pull the mug out of the drawer, put it on the desk, and you said, this is a mug that Squid and I... We, we couldn't figure out how to make it look cool, so we threw a glaze on it, and we still didn't like the way it looked. It's the only one that I exists. I know that mug. It's got a square mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and you said, uh, it's the only one that exists. I was going to yeah. throw it out. Do you want it? And I said, yeah, I'll take it. Oh, wow. It's on my shelf. So for the completist that wants to have or thinks they have every he Tiki Farm this, mug. He's going to throw you he doesn't have it. a weird money he doesn't offer, have it. bro. He doesn't have it. I have one that he doesn't have. So, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a one-off piece. I remember that mug. Yeah, yeah. And it was an ugly mug. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense, Squid. You're awesome, Yeah, yeah buddy. no offense to Squid. We're so. starting to work together again. Oh, very cool. Yeah. How is that working out, though? Because he's he's up in Seattle or something, yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where he is. He could be, he could be in Saskatchewan. He could be in... Well, you know. nowadays, it's... You can email a file because you're doing sure. you're, you're doing Dude, like three D uh, sculpting. Not now all of them. Some of them we do. We have equipment in house, and that's a turnaround time, or that's a uh, um, it's it, that's generally for for rapid turnaround time. Although it takes thirty hours to create an average print because we're laying down twenty micron strands of a uh, material. Okay, twenty microns. I think I've said that twice. Um, thirty hours to create about one about 3D one print. about one master. It's about thirty hours. So if if you screw up. Which you had to have screwed up already, then you have to start you know, another screwed up 30, already, 30 hours again, right? Uh, well, hey, we're human, man. Like you, like no, the first you mean time like you if, f- if the machine burps? Oh, the, that happens. Yeah. Well, the first time you did it, you couldn't have had the perfect one the first time out. On our 3D printer? Yeah. Did you? Dude, technology, bro. Okay. All right. Well, because my thought is... Learning curve? Uh, well, yeah, there's that. You know, I mean, it's still a newish technology. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't that know where is, I'm going that with is. that. It's and they, and they like, got you by the short hairs with how much the material costs to print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it speeds up the process, though, right? Because well, you're not waiting weeks for a sculpt. It speeds up the process, and what it does is it gives you what's called a slavish representation of the art. So, if, if, if you have a client who is very exacting about their art, and we collaborate with our many art, creative artistic partners that will take their art and render it, the final rendering, if you will, uh, how the client sees it, is exactly how it's going to be sculpted. No margin for error. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it is what it is. So that that's another benefit, is that if we have a very strict branding, which we have a lot of very strict branding things yeah, we yeah. have to take yeah. into consideration. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's just an added layer. Technology is our friend. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But we the bulk of what we do is hand sculpted. Yeah. Which I love. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down with us. Are we done? 
We, we can keep going if nah, you want. I got to get to work. You here. have a story you want to tell me or anything like that before no, we wrap up? No, I just up? love you, brother. It's so good to I see love you. you, too, Holden. You know, I I haven't been at these events for a while because I've been really hunkered down and uh, keeping my eye on the prize. But uh, it's just uh, I love to create. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Cool. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate everything. Continued success, success to Tiki Farm. Thank you, Adrian. And uh, if everybody wants to check out the website or if anybody wants to check out the new website media, coming soon. Uh, let's throw that out there tikifarm.com yep at tikifarm are you you on Instagram yeah I don't even know what it is <laughs> don't need to right <laughs> perfect and if you guys out there have any questions comments or just want to leave a shout out for our friend here Holden check us out on Facebook at Inside the Desert Oasis Room or you can go to desertoasisroom.com alright party people We're going to get back to Tiki Caliente. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Holden. Thanks, Adrian. Cheers.